0: Welcome to Hispanic Marketing and Public Relations, HispanicNPR.com. This is Elena DelVal, and my guest is Roger Selbert, Ph.D., a principal of the Growth Strategies Group, who will discuss his chapter in the Hispanic Marketing and Public Relations book. Roger is one of the best-known and most respected trend experts in the United States, and he is contributing author of the chapter entitled Hispanic Projections in the Hispanic Marketing and Public Relations book. He is editor and publisher of Growth Strategies and a senior fellow at the La Jolla Institute. He indicates that as a business futurist, his 20-year track record of economic, social, and demographic foresight is unequaled. Roger, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Let's talk about the, the U.S. Hispanic market. There is so much discussion out there. There are so many misunderstandings, so many interpretations. What is going on and where is it headed?
1: Uh, well, the first thing you have to say about it is that it's it's large. It's grown amazingly fast, and that projections for future growth are astounding. I mean, we're we're at the point now where there's about 40, uh, yeah, about 40 million Hispanics in the United States, which is about 13 or 14 percent of the total U.S. population. Uh, but they comprise most of the growth. And the American population is going to be growing in coming decades, and most of that growth is going to is going to come from Hispanic Americans. And by the way, most of that growth is going to come from native-born Hispanics, not from immigrants. That's where the growth in the past has been from, has been more influenced by by uh, new arrival. The growth in the future is going to be more influenced by native-born.
0: Even if all of these security measures that we're hearing about lately, about putting guards at the border with Mexico, even if all of these things don't come to fruition, you're saying it doesn't matter because the fuel for the future, the demographic fuel, is actually going to come from U.S.-born Hispanics.
1: Uh, That is correct because um, the – Uh, The Hispanic population already here is large and young uh, and in the uh, family formation years. So uh, this is where the population growth is going to come from, even if immigration rates stay as high as they have been, which, which, by the way, is unlikely. That's because birth rates are, are declining. In Mexico, in fact, they've been declining precipitously for 10 or 15 years. And one would hope that uh, there will be more opportunities uh, in uh, in Mexico. But even so, yes, that's that's what I'm saying. The growth will, will come from native-born growth and uh, population growth in
0: America. Is the profile of this U.S.-born Hispanic going to be significantly different from the profile of the immigrant Hispanic, the first-generation Hispanic? Oh, of course.
1: Uh, of course, that's always been true, uh, and it will continue to be true. You know, the native-born uh, show much higher rate uh, of uh, finishing school, and a higher employment profile, higher income profile, much more, uh, much higher intermarriage rate. And by the way, when when when. marriage rate for native born Hispanics uh i is approaching 50% uh and that's not a surprise because you see that in previous previous waves of, of ethnic minority immigrants and even among populations who thought we, we thought would not uh marry outside their ethnicity have including uh Asian and, uh and Japanese and, uh, and all the rest so Uh, Yes, there is quite a different profile uh, among the first, second, and third generation as opposed to the immigrant generation.
0: For purposes of marketers and communicators, where does this change in profile lead a lot of emphasis has been placed in past years in reaching out to latinos with spanish language translations originally and now the more enlightened are using transcreations or actually creating original messages to reach out to hispanic communities where does this change in profile, do you think, lead? Well, uh,
1: what I'm saying is that the Hispanic youth population I- I- is bilingual, uh, or in fact about a third of them uh, don't speak Spanish at all, uh, and that you do start to see this reflected in uh, in the media, uh, in advertising, where, where you are seeing such things as uh, English language product and advertisement that is uh, that is directed at a Hispanic community, or you see And English, or, or, or you, you might even, you've seen Spanish language appearing on English language media, and back and forth. In other words, you have a very diverse, mixed uh, arena, and that is only going to continue. I mean, in in, in my own view, uh, I think the most important trend in uh, in marketing and advertising are markets of one, individual mass customization. Uh, and, uh, and we see that even in the, in the media, in the technology itself. We're talking about individualized media with, uh, with people's uh, iPods and walk bands where they can download uh, music and TV shows from, from, from the Internet and um, where they can mix and match songs from, from different CDs. Uh, people are individualizing their usage of technology and media. Devo is another example where they can time displace their their viewing, uh, and uh, I think that fits where we're going demographically and socially, and culturally as a nation of individuals. It's going to be very hard to fit people in into groups if you're you know uh, one quarter Hispanic and one quarter black and one quarter white. I mean, I, I'm reminded of uh, Tiger Woods, who is uh, who's all those things. He's uh, what, uh, half Asian, a quarter Indian, uh, half black, and you know people wanted to put him in a the category. They said, "They said, what are you?" And he said, "Well, I'm tight, <laughs> uh, meaning I'm an individual, and you can't put me in a group. And if, um, and I think we're going to see more and more of that because that is the uh, the mentality of young people today. You know, the last census in 2000 was the first one, and where people were able to check. Uh, multiple race uh, race boxes, and, uh, I, and it might be true that in the future, maybe even in the next census, in 2010, you're going to have a box where you can decline to state. Uh, they have already have those, that the ability to decline to state in many old university applications and things like that, and you see an increasing number of people who are either checking a mixed-race box or a decline-to-state box uh you know it's um uh I think it's very positive uh but it also is going to make uh the job of people who want to approach uh groups uh, uh, more difficult.
0: What does this do this blending of races and cultures and this movement toward English, which I think I understood from what you were saying. Yes what does this do in terms of the media mix because what we're seeing right now is the fastest growth in hispanic media in the past i'm sorry the fastest growth in me, in print media for example in the past 10 years yeah. is hispanic media and if we look at some of the booming areas of the country where the fastest growth of Hispanic markets is, which is not the traditional metropolitan areas like New York and L.A. and Miami and Houston, but rather in smaller centers like Las Vegas and Atlanta and Charlotte in North Carolina, we are seeing a Hispanic media boom. And oftentimes we're told that it's a Spanish language media boom. Well, of course, you
1: still have tens of millions of, uh, of Hispanics for whom uh, Spanish is either the primary language or, or 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 the only language, and that's going to be true for decades to come. Uh, what we were talking about before was was the youth market—people pe- who are under eighteen—but there's uh, tens of millions of, of Hispanics who still prefer Spanish language media, uh, <clears throat> both electronic media and print media, uh, and uh, and that's still. And of course, uh, the the, uh, the the somewhat older population uh, are also tend to have more assets and income. I mean, you know, the kids have a lot of disposable income, but the older people are, are the people who've got accumulated income. And of course, so and of course, they're an attractive target. So we're going to see Spanish language uh, media and advertising solely Spanish
0: for decades. Still, of course. Let's talk a little bit more about the dispersion, what I mentioned a moment ago about the Hispanic population and how it's moving in, in a different way across the country.
1: Yes. Well, uh, you, you still have, um, I mean, the Hispanic market, Hispanics are still concentrated uh, in the gateway states and and cities, which is to say California, uh, Texas, Florida, New York, New Jersey, and uh, Illinois are still the uh, the largest, we're the largest, uh, that plus the four southwestern states uh, <clears throat> of uh, Arizona, New Mexico, Nevada, and Colorado are, are still where I think 75% of, of uh, Hispanics, Reside, But there has been quite uh, as well an, an out-migration of Hispanics to other. Uh, there, there's, there was a, a study done by the uh, Brookings Institution, Brookings Institution Center on Urban and Metropolitan Policy, uh, and uh, they pointed out, they, they identified four distinct patterns of Hispanic population growth. The first was the established Latino metros, 16 of those in the United States, such as New York, Los Angeles, Miami, and Chicago. Uh, New Latino destinations, 51 in total. Uh, They also grew astonishingly fast, places like Atlanta, Orlando. There was a third category they called fast-growing Latino hubs, 11 in total, places like Houston, Phoenix, and San Diego that also saw exploding Hispanic populations. And then finally, even small Latino places uh, like um, <clears throat> Detroit and Philadelphia, which uh, showed much smaller gains, but still were, were, were growing. And in fact, there was a um, uh, there were, there, were, there was another study that showed that during the 1990s, the Hispanic population um, was uh, was growing.
0: Roger, thank you for joining us. And to our audience, thank you for listening to today's interview with Roger Selbert, Ph.D., a principal of the Growth Strategies Group, brought to you by Hispanic Marketing and Public Relations, HispanicNPR.com, providing you essential information on America's largest minority. For more information on how to reach Hispanics with marketing and public relations tools, including a complete presentation on Hispanic Market Projections, and a discussion on the same topic with Roger Selbert, Ph.D., visit our resources section at www.hispanicmpr.com. That's hispanicmpr.com.